TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for episode 478. And can you believe it? For another week, I'm joined by Australia's number one wellness guru. He's gone high tech. He's beaming to us live on Facebook with two monitors today. He's getting goggle-eyed right now. I'm talking about Dr. Damien Christoph. How are you, brother? Hello, PZ. Hello, brother. Great to uh, have this opportunity to spend some more time with you again. Another week in, another week done. Talking about you on the week, through the week, uh, in my practice, actually. Mm -hmm. Lots of people asking about your career, I have to tell you. Oh, Lots a of lot. people asking about your career. When are we going next? There, there would have been no less than six conversations in this last, I don't know, maybe three shifts that I did, like maybe the last four shifts that I did in the practice, no less than six conversations involving no less than 30 people. Um <laughs> <laughs> that, that there's a ground well they were asking about your career yeah so uh, tell you what yeah we need to get that um we need to get that expressions of interest thing up just saying mm. just so, saying i know i am on a little break at the moment as you might be able to tell in the background can you hear the cat the, the pigs going wild yeah. uh in the background the oink i'm at the beautiful hannah minnow a five thousand acre uh pig uh cows sheep guinea fowl geese you name it, they've got it here. Uh, Charlie and Angelica Arnott's wow. residence, and we're having a bit of a three-family getaway. We've been picking up, Damo, cow poo with our bare hands today <laughs> and stuffing – no, no, this is the thing. It's back to nature. It's uh, And stuffing them into cow horns, which is a very – Into cow horns? Uh, it's, it's a biodynamic preparation. So uh, I say this because whenever everyone's like, oh, they buy biodynamic – meat or whatever uh wine or whatever it is yeah no one well unless people know what biodynamics is they don't really know what they're buying it is buying you know biodynamics so it's really interesting i mean that's just one little thing that we did today but i must admit picking up cow was, I, like literally it probably still, was it still steaming was it still steaming well it was the, yeah the, the brief was don't pick up the old stuff oh. like get the and it was so cold i'm a poo man it was i'll tell you uh, <laughs> it was so cold you hung on to that it, it was almost like, can you find me some warm poo to warm up my hands? <laughs> Get me a steamer. Get me a steamer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's unbelievable. Um, I'm telling you, but, you know, watching my kids, well, Darby being tentative, <laughs> but, you know, it's so important for me to take the lead because he was unsure. Maya, who's here with Maya's very good friends with Charlie and Angie's daughter, Lilla. So Lilla, you know, does this all the time. But, um, you know, Maya followed. She was so into it, like the muddiest, dirtiest, cow pooiest hands you've ever seen. Maya. Um, Maya did this. Yeah, yeah. Little Maya, little Princess Maya, this little gorgeous little girl. Um, her, I can't believe it. But I really want my, my like big thing of coming here was like we've been talking about it for yonks, but it's like I just really want the kids to and me as well uh, to experience what it's like to be on a farm. Obviously, this is a biodynamic farm, mm-hmm. but it's just really interesting. As I said to you, I think on the last episode, how disconnected we've become from the um, food chain. 
Yeah. We just buy the – I feel it, you know. Uh, even just listening to one of Charlie's podcasts on the way down, he was talking about I feel it as an example. Mm. And I feel it being is only 1.4% of the cow's um, body mass. Yeah. So typically speaking, you would say you would only eat it 1.4% of the time. But like many things, food has become this status symbol where like I feel it is the – it's more the status of it's what the wealthier people would eat rather than the other cuts and so on and so forth. And I just – I'm really curious at the moment about how – sanitized is not the right word, but like homogenized a lot of our food consumption yeah. has been and just getting back to – very icky and just getting back to that a true wisdom that nature kind of generates for us um so anyway that's what we're up to at the moment that's why you can hear the pigs in the back here being all nice and philosophical i love it and uh, introspective i love that i really love that and what uh, is a great thing to reflect on is i think because of our busyness the speed at which we can cook a steak and it still turns out okay determines that we want to buy an high fillet because it's nice and thick, right? And we can pretty much get it right every single time. It's easy to cook, easy to eat. Mm. Um, it's never going to be tough unless you absolutely mm. stuff it. But, you know, mm. seriously. But if you've got a blade steak, fillet, yeah. yeah, like if you've got a blade steak yeah. or a fillet steak or something like that, you've got to be a little bit careful. You've got to be, you know, it, maybe it's got to be cut, chopped up and put into a casserole or whatever else. So you've got to be, mm. you've got to know what you're going to do with it, you know? So maybe the art of cooking has been lost a little bit. Um, and so we just go meat and three veg. It's an easy meal to do meat and, or maybe meat and seven veg. That's a better way to go. But it's, um, it's yeah, it's, it's, so that's probably how we got homogenized is because we found easier ways to eat and, and, and yep. faster ways to do it. You know, to make a casserole takes time. You got to roll it. The, the meat's got to be rolled in the flour. Then it's got to be browned off and it's got to be, you know, cooked, slow cooked on a low heat for a long time. Um, so it becomes yep. tender enough to be able to eat it. So, you know, most people would take the easy route. Now, Damo, I had a moment uh, last week in Sydney before we came here that reminded me of you and I and the journey that everyone's sorry. The, the pigs definitely know I'm recording because they've been asleep for the last half an hour and now they're, they they want to be part of it. Um, really so really much, really? You can't hear much? Oh, that's all right. My, I might have a – my microphone's not picking them up. All right, that's good. So um, I'm in Sydney. Uh, go to get a coffee on Friday morning. Oh, and the kids are here I'm now. Take away. <laughs> I have just been hiding. So good. But seriously, I'm on 5,000 acres and they've come to the two square metres that I'm locating. Anyway, so I'm on the uh, Sydney – I'm in Sydney on uh, last Thursday and Friday and I'm looking for a coffee in yeah. town. Yeah. And I – should. As you would, um, and I um, walk past a hole in the wall cafe, yeah. and I'm wearing like my suit stuff, you know, blue shoes, brown, uh, blue pants, brown shoes, you know, pink shirt. Looking the goods. Yeah, Looking just my my yeah. smart Melbourne. attire. Yeah. Melbourne smart attire. Um, yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and the guy like. Gave me the look like, yes, I'll make you coffee. Like, yes, I'm a cafe. I'm like, whatever. So I was like, perfect. Here we go. This will be it. And he said, stop, 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 stop. Uh, oat milk, almond milk, or soy milk only. We don't do any cow's milk. Uh, no full cream. No light milk. Um, and I was like, dude, I was like, no, yep, yep, yep. No worries. I, I just perfect I just, for uh, you. Perfect for you. Have a have an oat milk. Oh, look, even Big Red wants to come and check out. I got this beautiful big. Is it Marima? Big Red, come on in. Come on in. 
I know the people watching won't be able to won't be able to hear this, but there's big red anyway. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm now. Everyone that's, knows that's I'm recording. A, that's a visual tip. That's a visual tip yeah. for an audio yeah. program. That's it. Yeah. So anyway, it's, so he says uh, no, yeah. no, no, no full cream. No, no. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Um, it, it felt aggressive, but I think he was just wanting to be, you know, educational or, or upfront. And so, long story short, I, I got the large oat milk latte uh, because now just having a little bit more oat milk lattes and almond. And uh, I thought this is full circle because here I am. I probably I now look more like a banker wanker than a raging 25-year-old vegan that I was 15 years ago where maybe, I don't know, maybe I would have been a little bit more um, less judged, shall I say. I was really interested that did I now look like the kind of person that wouldn't have oat, almond or soy to the point where even before I'd given my order, it was impressed upon me that it was only going to be a, a plant-based milk. And then it also got me to the point where I was like, uh, because I was in a great mood, it wasn't a bad thing, I was happy. I actually just wasn't sure if he was taking the mickey or if, if or if he was actually serious. Mm-hmm. That's how intense it was. I wasn't sure if it was just a – yeah, anyway. But it got me thinking as to how much this has become um, a thing and – it reminded me because I was talking about you and I a lot last week in that when we started 100 Not Out, it was like I was a vegan going, yeah, Damo, the vegans are going to show us that the vegans come out on top. Yeah. And you're an omnivore. You know, your diet really hasn't changed much, if at all, I reckon, since we first met. Maybe you're a lot more, more of a <laughs> – That's my fault. Oh, you can take, I'm going to take the heat for that. Um, <laughs> you put a right man on it ever since I infected the entire house. Four, the entire four fingers striped right through the top of it. Um, <laughs> he's scared of me walking to the front door ever since. I don't think I've been invited back to the Christopher residence since that day. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just not allowed in the pantry. Get out of the kitchen. Um, Have you got coconut oil? Yes, just stay there. I'll get some for you. That's, that's but it really does interest me how much society has changed whereas 15 years ago when i was a raging vegan it was so hard to find vegan anything mm. particularly at a cafe you know all the cakes had dairy in it um you know you were lucky if you could get soy milk um uh and and you were almost frowned upon if you for being vegan you were you were difficult um or just hard to uh, cater for so on and so forth but now mm-hmm. i was like i know it's not hard being drinking uh, dairy milk i know you can very easily find a full cream you know um latte but now it's more and more prevalent that it is the other way it's actually um you know naturally with the rise of vegan or vegetarian restaurants where i used to hunt down for a vegan restaurant and it was hard to find a a, a, a place that was vegan only <clears throat> now it's actually more and more and more and i'm probably just curious and again you're far more on the cold face than i am like is the because the, the tone to me felt quite strong and i'm probably more curious is the tone are we all in this together are we all do we really not care what what everyone eats or is there still some animosity as to the food choices that people make um because i yeah i thought it was interesting the experience that I had in Sydney, I was like, okay, where, where are people's heads at with this? Like, 
what do you sense? Do you sense there's a great acceptance, or do you sense there's still quite a bit of judgment for want of a better term? Congratulations, PC. That officially is the longest question in the history of radio and podcasting. Unbelievable. That's so good. But I love it. I followed the whole thing. I followed the whole thing. I've got the top five in that top score. You know, if you went to play that arcade of the longest thing ever, I'd have the top five scores. Yeah. (laughs) All of them. One, two, three, four, five. That was so great. So great. I bloody love it. Well, I was watching you in my mind as you were telling the story um, in your pink shirt and your brown shoes, blue top, not blue pants. And I was like, yeah handsome devil and he's rocked up to a cafe once upon a time if you had had the vegan you know look about you maybe a little bit of avocado left on your face having shaved you know <laughs> you know sometimes men have got like Grand a little bit of got a little bit of, then. Uh, yeah, bit yeah. Of <laughs> unless you use the preserved stuff um yeah. or you mashed it with some lemon but it was um and I was thinking of you and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm all for it. Like I'm all for people defining exactly what it is that they offer up and serve. Like I love that. I think it's great. Hey, dude, we're serving coffee. I will make you a coffee. We've got three milks, oat, almond, and what was the other one? Joy. What will Joy. it be? Yeah. What do you yeah. want? Bang. You can easily say, oh, thanks, mate. Thanks for letting me know. I'm, I'm looking for cow juice. I'm going to go over there, right? You could easily say that, no problems. The flip to that might be he might go, you're ruining the world. You you know, you should be voting the Greens. Like you, you're wrecking everything. You know, the cows are going to destroy the planet. That the planet. You, you could get that from somebody who still feels very, very strongly about that and is judgy, judgy. So we've done a podcast mm. on judgy, judgy, judgy. Mm. That's right, you and I, you and I. Um, what I don't like is when people don't define what it is that they offer and they pretend that they're offering the you know exactly what you ordered. So there was a time, and I'll tell you this, this flips around. Um, there was a time there was a cafe in, it's probably Cheltenham, I think you'd probably call it. After golf, we'd go to this cafe um, and we would order, you know, a little wrap, like a, I suppose you'd call it a wrap. And and uh, and in this wrap, I'll either get chicken or beef. And uh, then I learned that um, the owner of the cafe, Evan is his name, um, was a vegan, which is cool. Like, I'm like, dude, that's awesome. You know, great. He goes, yeah, we're going to change the menu over to be vegan. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. You know, there's a lot of people that, you know, in this area that would want to eat chicken and, you know, beef. And there's some people that want to eat some vegan stuff. That's totally fine. And he said, yeah, I get that. But, you know, I want to do my bit for the planet. I'm like, okay, cool. No worries. He goes, yeah, so I'm just going to, you know, convert everybody to you know, vegan stuff, and they'll just see that it tastes the same. I'm like, oh, okay, but what if they want to eat, you know, protein that comes from an animal? He goes, I just won't cater for it. I'm like, okay, cool, no worries. Just let me know when that happens. Anyway, so I go in there one day, and I order my lamb wrap, and he goes, oh, we don't have lamb, we've got chicken. I go, oh, okay, cool. So he puts, you know, this stuff in my thing, and I eat it, and I go, mm, it doesn't really taste like chicken. It's kind of a bit strange. He goes, do you like it? I go, yeah, but it doesn't taste like chicken. He goes, yeah, there you go. And and so I'm, I'm eating the chicken and I get home and I call my mate Ben up and I said, you know, boo, do, you know, I had a, a wrap from Evan today. He goes, what did you get? And I said, I got the chicken. He goes, no, he didn't. It, it would have been, you know, the jackfruit. I go, no, no, no. You know, Evan told me that he didn't have the beef, uh, the lamb, so he had the, he had the chicken. 
He goes, no, 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 he's changed the menu. It's only vegan stuff. Like, it's, it doesn't serve chicken or beef anymore. And I said, are you kidding me? But I paid, like, $18 for the chicken, you know. So are you telling me that I paid $18 for something else? And he's like, yeah, man. Jackfruit. Like, you paid for jackfruit. I tell you, I never went back there again because I got lied to, you know. So the transparency that comes out of that, I love the dude that told you, hey, man, I'm going to serve you with coffee, but I've got three choices of milk and this is what I've got. Even if, you know, you're wearing brown shoes, blue pants and a pink shirt and you look the goods, I'm only going to serve you. I'm only going to serve you these three milks. I love that. That's really good. And, and and I hope that if you had said to him, oh, thanks, dude, that's not for me. I'm going to go next door and buy the cow juice, that he wouldn't have been upset with you. I hope that would be the case. But I mm. don't agree with you that we're not judgy about what people eat because people still do judge um, about what you choose to eat and what you choose not to eat. Um, it's still very judgy out there. So you asked it, yeah. So that was my, that was my curiosity because mm. I suppose my feeling was is what I wear – like inconsistent with the type of person that would get, you know, an oat or an almond latte. And I think, and I was like, okay, like I know we all practice the art of non-judgment and we can't help. I understand that it's not, it's not a thing, but it's more just, and I'm looking at some of the comments coming through here, you know, that we are starting to be judged for eating meat and using animal products. There's a big push against traditional farming, multinational companies pushing plant-based that is really junk food. That's from Vicky. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Heidi says one of our pizza companies lied to their companies supplying sub meat you know this is really it's really interesting like it's it's I, yeah i think that whole thing about transparency and and for the record i did go back the next day for the for coffee as well like i enjoyed my experience at this plant-based cafe um it was great i i think this is interesting that and i think it's a big thing for us on our mission demo is that we don't in an ideal world we would love people to just love people for who they are not what they eat like it's just not a thing everyone's on their own individual journey when it comes to food um it's not whether they're a good person or a bad person and we can all have mature conversations around the dining table again where i am at the moment there's uh, 10 children six adults you've got a couple of the one of the adults is vegetarian one of the children is vegetarian um there's Lots of there's, there's there's you know some are gluten free and all the rest of it. No, there's no judgment. Everyone's just wonderful human beings that have different um, dietary wants, needs, desires, so on and so forth. And I think I feel like again it, it sounds very romantic, but I just love the idea that we can just sit around a table and have whatever we want, and it doesn't come into the conversation about the consciousness of one person's choices over another because that's when it it can it can be defensive for a lot of people and i always felt that when we were vegan when if i ever got on my high horse to someone else about their big mac or their vegemite i don't know sandwich with butter i don't know just whatever like you're just ruining their you're just what you're impacting their food experience as well. This is not a fun thing. It's not a nice thing to do. No, it's not a nice thing you to know? do. Yeah, it's not a nice thing to do. The whole and it's interesting too, like from a health perspective, um, where you and I have said so often, and this is totally unrelated to the healthiness of the food or the impact on the planet, but you and I have often said that it's far better for you for your longevity to sit with your mates in Maccas and share a cheeseburger and some laughs and some giggles 
than to sit in the corner all by yourself on your lonesome mm. having a kale and avocado smoothie. So absolutely, you know, it's it's far better and that less judgy approach, um, that kinder approach to acceptance is is something that's missing. It's the color. It's the space between the notes, the groove and the music. That's the stuff that's missing um, these days. So I love that we're having this conversation because there will be more. There will be more movement towards veganism in the future. We, I called this. You, you, you heard mm. me say this. Yes. Veganism yeah. You said be, this about three or four years ago. Yeah. It's just gonna It'll get bigger and bigger. It will continue, and hopefully, the big companies don't, you know, continue to stick their fingers in and make. What are they called? Tofu turkey thingos, or you know, <laughs> tofurkey, tofurkey, bacon, eat, bacon. You know, and those fake sausages and all that sort of stuff. Like if they can, if if people can eat and be vegan by eating and being vegan with healthy food, then that's great. But if we're going to mm. continue to create ill health by having um, vegan macas or vegan KFC or whatever it is, then you know, then we're in trouble. Mm, yeah, there's some really good comments coming on here. Yeah, <laughs> Samantha yeah. Jinx Butler, why are people so judgmental? I'm way too busy swimming on my own lane. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love, I love that. And love we must send our love to Marg Smalley. Yeah, Hi, guys. Just letting you know my mum passed on the 5th of May at 102 years and five months. Love, Marg. Marg, yeah. condolences to you, sending you all of our love. What a life well and lived. What a life well lived. Uh, gee whiz, we could keep on going, Damo. There's mm-hmm. so much to talk about. Even this conversation is probably in retrospect, yeah. you know, like just to reflect on, you know, we, we've never actually spoken about someone who's passed away and except it might be my, my grandfather. Um, oh, what they learned. What, what they learned from hanging around someone who's 102 years old, you know. Why don't we mm. get Marg on and, and ask her uh, to tell us some stories about Lessons her from a centenarian mother. Mm. That's a great episode. Mark like Smalley, we're like coming that. for you. Like I know that. where you live, Mark. I've got your phone number yeah. and your email address. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we know where you are, Mark. We're coming for you. Oh, uh, dear. Uh, very good. Very good. Well, uh, Damo, as always, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom on thank episode you. 478 of 100 Not Out. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. 478. When I tell people I've done 478, well, I haven't said 478 yet, but I will as of today, tomorrow, 478 episodes. People are like, what? Really? That means I go, yeah, every week. Every week. Every week. How good is 500 going to be? That's going to be like November. Is that? October, November. That's going to be near your birthday, I reckon. Oh, near my 50th. Is this your 40? Is this your 49 or 50? Nah, 49. 49. You're one year younger than Charlie, aren't it? I think he's got a birthday, a birth date similar to yours, but he's 50 this year and it's around the same time. So you're Scorpio. Yeah, Charlie's yeah. Scorpio. You're Scorpio. Um, I reckon that'd be very close to 500. Wow. That'd wow. be so good. I hope you're having a party. I'm having a, oh, well, I'm definitely having a party for my 50th. And you'll oh, you're 49. Yeah, sorry. Seven sevens. You're yeah. seven sevens. Yeah. Seven sevens. That's significant, man. Is it? Can seven cycles of seven. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We will. We'll yeah. get a we'll get a Steiner a Steiner guru to talk about the seven year cycles okay. and and the significant particularly the significant birthdays. All right. Forty nine. Big. 
Um, all right. There's so many conversations to have out of this episode. Yeah. I'm going to take some notes for all of our listeners. Whatever perked your um, brain and thoughts, send us a note. Uh, Marcus at marcuspierce.com.au. Damien at damienchristoff.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you follow 100 Not Out on Facebook. Uh, that is at 100 Not Out. Spell it all out. Or on Instagram at 100.not out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love your support. Um, you. You've been an incredible community over uh, nine plus years. And until next week. As always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.